0: letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories from news talk 830 wcco this is the all local and with the wcco radio all local i'm mark fry here's what's making headlines for wednesday november 8th 2023 st paul voters have approved a one percent sales tax here from the newest mayor of st louis park and it's time for the high school volleyball state tournament in st paul But first, our top story takes us to both Minneapolis and St. Paul, where city council races highlighted election day on Tuesday. After the final round of counting, council president Andrea Jenkins has unofficially beaten challenger Soren Stevenson by only 38 votes. The 29-year-old activist ran as more progressive than Jenkins and received the DFL endorsement. In Ward 7, progressive Katie Cashman has been declared the winner to fill the retiring Lisa Goodman seat. And in the 6th ward, incumbent Jamal Osman came out on top after a crowded race, the other seats were kept by their incumbents, and at this point, St. Paul appears to be headed toward its first all-female city council. Though counting continues, and final results aren't expected until Friday. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830, WCCO. School referendums were on ballot statewide as well. WCCO Radio political analyst Boyce Olson tells Vanita Sakhar in the WCCO Morning News. The results varied by location, with most of the referendums passing inside the metro area. Outside the metro area in greater Minnesota, most of them failed. In the exurbs, uh, some of them passed and some of them failed. It was really a mixed result, including in Lakeville, where they had two questions. One of the questions passed and one of the questions failed. So I think the mood of uh, folks was out there. There were 67 of these questions before voters across the state. Over in St. Paul, voters approved a 1% sales tax that supporters say will raise $1 billion over 20 years to fix streets and parks. Leading up to Tuesday, there were concerns about how raising the sales tax would impact St. Paul businesses. Mayor Melvin Carter joined Benita Sakar on Wednesday morning. There's an enormous number of business leaders who really understand the need for this and understand how it makes good sense for us. Um, our sales tax would still be lower, for example, than what you'd pay in sales tax if you went out for a night on a town in downtown Minneapolis. And people still seem to do that. The sales tax goes into effect next April. Sticking with election coverage, St. Louis Park has a new mayor. Nadia Mohammed is now the first elected Somali-American mayor in the country. St. Louis Park voters elected the 27-year-old yesterday. Mohammed says one of her goals is to increase homeownership in the city. We've gotten rental options uh, in, in, in St. Louis Park in the past couple of years, and we want to f- uh, now kind of focus on homeownership and start to build wealth because that is how you build wealth. Build wealth. Mohammed received more than 58% of the first choice votes. In other news, charges have now been filed against a 16-year-old for his role in the murder of two other teenagers in Brooklyn Park on Halloween. According to the criminal complaint, there was an argument over a missing weapon and threats were made on both sides. The 16-year-old admitted to being involved in the shooting. He told investigators that one of the teenagers left a gun at another's house and they planned to meet up to settle it up. That meeting did not go according to plan and the 16-year-old said he pulled out his gun and shot one of the victims. Governor Tim Walz and other state leaders have announced a boost for Minnesota's small business owners. Amy Babatzege is co-owner of Ertale Ethiopian Restaurant in St. Paul. She says with help from the state, her restaurant has become a home away from home for immigrants. Not only from Ethiopian immigrants, community members, but also the destination for authentic Ethiopian food lovers in Minnesota. She joined Governor Walls and others in announcing a new expanding opportunity fund as it can be a challenge for small business owners to secure more traditional loans. This $10 million is designed to support and grow small businesses through low interest loans. Susie Jones, News Talk 830-WCCO. With seven months in a row of warmer-than-average temperatures, November is shaping up to be number eight, with milder weather expected to continue through at least mid-month. Assistant State Climatologist Pete Boulay says it's all part of what's expected to be an El Nino winter this year. We've had uh, La Nina for the past three years, and we had all kinds of winter weather with with that La Nina. Now with an El Nino, it might be a fairly strong one, so the stronger the El Nino, the more of an impact that is. El Niño winters typically bring milder than average temperatures and less snowfall. Boule says that part will be depend. El Niño winters typically bring milder than average temperatures and less snowfall. Boule says that part will depend on whether the big storms line up this year, but he says if Minnesota does get hit the snow may not last as long as usual. The U.S. Labor Department says the death of a worker at a Wisconsin manufacturing plant was caused by a piece of equipment Minnesota based 3M knew was faulty. The worker in Prairie de was caught in the machine's rotating rollers and died in May. An OSHA investigation found 3M violated federal regulations during setup, servicing, and operation of the machine. That incident followed an assessment that 3M did in the U.S. and Canada following another fatality in Alexandria, Minnesota back in 2022. 3M has been fined more than $312,000 and has been ordered to address the hazards immediately. It's an exciting week for at least one Minnesota high school at the volleyball state tournament that gets underway today in St. Paul. West Area Central High School volleyball coach Melissa Fosling took over the school's volleyball program five years ago. And when we sat down in the gym that first week of practice, we talked about what we're missing in our gym. And we're missing a volleyball banner. That dream is now reality as the Knights are in the Class A volleyball tournament for the first time ever. These girls have just an unbelievable desire to keep going. They don't want their season to end. West Central Area High School is out of Barrett, Minnesota. It's 170 miles away from the Excel Energy Center where the volleyball state tournament is held each year. Bosleen says the distance won't keep fans away. I anticipate a big crowd. We get a good following. I, we have a huge fan section. This is kind of what we live for in, in our small town communities. West Central Area High School plays Thursday. Thanks for listening to the WCCO All Local. You can find each day's All Local and Oliver podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO.